Welcome back, frenemies. We are on episode 51. Just wrapped up episode 50. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, go back and check it out. There's some funny stuff in there. And uh, you know what? It was... I can't believe it. I can't 50. believe 50. I know. It's crazy. Now we're at 51. So now we're quick celebration. Now we got to move on to 100. But uh, <laughs> just a quick shout out to our friends over in Anchorage, Alaska. Those are some hardcore listeners there. One year listening to our podcast, the other year listening for deer to hunt. You oh, know, yeah. And, and, and just a Trying wild to get the wild out elk. there. You know, get the elk. So thank you for you, what are they, Alaskans or something? Sure. It kind of be bad if I call them Eskimos. <laughs> but thank you guys in Alaska for listening. I am your host here, Chris, the man at the hat on here. And to my right, we got the commission missing tonight after, left us after episode 50. But the, yep. you know, the man of the people, Ryan, he, he had to go to he's work. He's a big shot now. He's got yeah. a big job. And so he's got a lot of he's, places he's to go. He doesn't have time for us anymore, Chris. I know. It's, it's odd. We'll find out if he actually listens to this podcast. You know, it's he like, won't listen you know, when we text him, we you know, we get like the thing where it doesn't even say that's been like he sees it, but he won't respond. I know. It's just it, it feels weird. It's really odd. Anyways, <laughs> let's go to talk of the town. All right. The news that matters here. Mahomes, my man, Patrick Mahomes, your man. Yes. You have him in our league. Oh, he's back. Hopefully this week. Yeah, I saw today that he's full participant in practice. So, and uh, they were really just waiting for that. There was a time period. 21 days was kind of the timetable. They said that his risk for re-aggravating that dislocated kneecap. um, And that's passed now. I think 21 days was Tuesday. Yeah, and I think this absence of Mahomes outside of fantasy, all right, it was really good for the Kansas City franchise and team because that defense learned how to play defense yeah and they were actually doing stuff so it's going to be pretty exciting to watch those games now won't be much too much of a shootout but Mahomes is exciting uh all the time and uh to talk about uh someone near and dear to my heart as a <laughs> minnesota viking fan it's all, all about you today chris adam thielen i know right <laughs> excited to get Mahomes back and then my, my my nfl team is like oh thielen come on buddy that was a rough one it was that, like first play was it like now you want like seven snaps he's like nope doesn't feel great, and then he went right back out, and that really like shrunk the playbook there. All the BC Johnson, all these non fantasy relevant guys for Vikings were catching touchdowns. Uh, Abdullah uh, Rudolph came out of nowhere. You know he used to be old faithful, and then he caught a touchdown in there. So, and then Thielen, the guys that we actually have rostered in our fantasy leagues. Yeah, Diggs had like one catch. It's like, wasn't good there, but you were thinking going against Kansas City's defense, those guys are going to go. So you weren't really. Pre- thinking Thielen was going to be out. Yeah, they haven't put a timetable out on it. Um, my guess is you're looking at probably at least three weeks because when you re-aggravate that hammy, yeah. we don't have the doctor in with us, but from what I've seen, when you re-aggravate it, they're really cautious bringing them back. Yep, It's kind of like what happened with Sammy Watkins where he had that like two to three weeks that he was out because mm-hmm. he re-aggravated it after coming in in the game. Sammy, Sammy's, oh, I, I, I can never roster Sammy because <laughs> of that stuff. Well, let's talk about the other injury, a quarterback here. Yeah, there was a big one with Brissett going down in that Steelers game, Colts quarterback. Um, I don't know. The, the, the weird thing is it really didn't affect the weapons that much. Like Hoyer actually stepped in, and yeah. I mean, he threw a pick six. That's not good. But yeah. as far as your fantasy assets go, he seemed to be able to get the job done. Yeah, I mean, moving the ball around without T.Y. Hilton there. Mm-hmm. Zach Pascal, local ODU boy. Yeah. All right, he went off, and then – the tight end seemed very relevant. And like yep. you said, yeah, move the ball against a good Steelers defense back up there. So Yeah, they they're definitely have come on ever since getting Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins. Oh, I got to mention this. 
Oh, look I got to wear this this week because it may be the only week I can be proud of yeah, what I'm wearing right won. now. We beat the Jets. We beat Adam Gaze and the Jets. It's and so fun watching. The second worst team in the league. We beat. Shout out to our favorite wing spot in the, in Norfolk. All right. Uh, Dirty Buffalo. Dirty Buffalo. Yeah. So we're there Sunday watching games and uh, just watching this guy's reaction. <laughs> like, I want the number one pick, but we're winning. It's like, <laughs> yes. It's like the turmoil of a Miami Dolphin fan. Like, they yeah, know what they're I've going I've never felt for. to this extent. This is like, <laughs> we're legit in tank mode, and I just don't know what to do. I mean, it's kind of, when you look at it, it's almost a win-win situation. Yeah. Because if we win, I mean, I'm not mad. Right. But if we lose, then... Well, our pick gets better, and that's what we're trying to do. And you so. said it on Sunday, but this was definitely like Miami guys looked across the sideline, over across the field, I mean, to the other sideline and saw Adam Gase. Yeah. This, was, this was one we didn't want to get blown out in. Yeah. You wanted to, like, as a fan, be like, okay, we made the right decision. This coach sucks. Yes. And now he's <laughs> and New York. And that's kind of what it's looking like yeah. because we, yeah, it was not even really close. Oh, that was definitely one of the most. They, they dominated the game, yeah. mostly. That Adam Gase hiring at the New York Jets, new head coach this year, was everyone was not excited yeah. across all media platforms. It was, it was odd. I don't I, at least in my watching history, I don't remember a guy getting fired from a team and getting a job the same year. Like In the division. Yeah, in the division, true. <laughs> Apparently, they saw something in him. But anyways, awesome. moving on, um, we were talking about Brissett, but also T.Y., the news came out late last week that he was going to miss. Yeah. It's kind of looking like, I think I saw three to four week, and that would have been last week, so you're probably more like three weeks, maybe two weeks now. But Oof. you're going to be without him for a while, and you mentioned him before with Pascal. I, I mean, he's basically the only guy left in town. Uh, Paris Campbell also went out in this game. Yeah. So those tight ends. I know Pascal the waiver wires awesome. have already gone by, but, you know, Zach Pascal is he's going to be steady. You can plug him in your flex. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to really talk about him as a start, but I, I think this coming week you can just start him right up because guess who he plays? The Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> but, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fun. So let's go right into our party question of the week. Dan, yeah. would you like to go to a party in my pants? No brick. No brick. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, this week's party question here. What is it most underrated? Not most, but what is an underrated Disney movie? Oh, we don't boy. like put the most qualifiers on yeah, it because that's, it that's puts just too much pressure on us. Yeah. <laughs> What qualifies? So we'll go me with A in under or an underrated. And underrated. Sorry for my grammar teacher. Disney right. movie, especially you got Disney Plus coming out next week. I'm I'm just shelling my Yeah, that's that. that was kind of my thinking with this. Yeah. We got in in one week here, we're gonna have Disney Plus coming out. So now, you know movies that we're probably gonna watch. Well, hopefully not mine. I'm a, I'm a grand <laughs> man, I'm not gonna watch this one again. So we'll save yours. I'll go ahead and go first. <laughs> you um, go. <laughs> um I'm gonna say Hercules. Hercules was was my jam when I was a kid. Like oh, man. it was just that movie that, you know, there was all the princess movies, which I didn't really mind that much. They were okay, you know, Pocahontas. No, you grew he grew up with two sisters. Yeah. So but when it comes house. to like the man movie, like mm-hmm. Hercules, I don't know. I just I loved it. I found uh Phil the like centaur or whatever he is, the half goat, the fawn, whatever is that, whatever. I can't us. remember, man. <laughs> Anyways, whatever that animal is called. Zero to Hero is the thing I remember the most. Yeah, the and then the, the music. Yeah, the, I don't yeah. Know, the music in it was just so good. I don't know. I, I, it was just one of my favorite movies. No, oh, man. I, I, I think guys would definitely agree with you here. Yep. On the Hercules. All right, Chris. Okay, I'm stalling there. Fess up here. Some guys are going here, and I got a funny story about this because I don't think any <laughs> this guys. This is the opposite. So the any guys, guys love my high school basketball team will ever fess up to this. But uh, high school musical. 
was one of my favorite. And that didn't even come out of the theaters. Maybe like the second or third one did, but the first one was straight to cable movie. And I had a huge crush on Vanessa Hudgens. It hurt. I was <laughs> only reason I watched. I don't the, think you were alone in that. Chris. I know. I, I watched the sing along version. I watched <laughs> the regular version. It's the second the, movie. It, you know, it's <laughs> the funny part. It's like I'm watching it. And then, like, my dad comes, like, in the room. He's like, what you watching? Ah, nothing. Sports Center. I'm watching Sports Center, Dad. Nothing. I was going to say, because, like, to add injury to insult here, oh. like, you were, you're older. Like, this came out probably when you were in high school, right? Or yeah. late high school. Late, oh, no. Well, freshman year, I think. Freshman okay. or sophomore year of high school. Because I remember, like, my sisters were, yeah. like, it was, like, there, yeah. and they were, like, younger than so, me. So, you know, and it's funny, because <laughs> guys would talk about it in the hallways, like, oh, yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> so, funny story with it. I'm, I'm traveling back on a basketball trip. Um, I went to high school, you know, public high school in Texas. Bunch of just, I was one of the younger guys there. I think I was managing the team. I wasn't even playing then, managing the squad. And so, one guy who was annoying at that time, he just talks about, he brought, brings up, hey, who's seen High School Musical? You know, <laughs> not, I'm thinking, about, I ain't saying that. I, I ain't say, say everybody's that. I ain't quiet. Say Everyone's sitting there, like, real quiet. And that one guy's like, yeah, it was all my sisters watching. That one chick's pretty hot. <laughs> and then the whole bus erupts talking about it. And then I find out all these guys have seen it. And I'm talking about senior guys. And it was all because of Vanessa Hodgins. Like, dude, she's she's pretty fine, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we're watching a musical and da-da-da. And people don't know me. In my eighth grade year, I was in a kind of like a glee club. So I was singing and dancing. That's what I did a go. lot that one right year. Right up your alley. So that part, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But you didn't. I kept it quiet. And then everyone in the, like, <laughs> Every other guy's like, yeah, it's like, oh, awesome. I'm not the only dude. So will I watch it now as a 30-year-old? No. Even <laughs> if it's out on Disney Plus, I'm fine. But back then, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into our fantasy tender. Hey. How, How you doing? doing? All right. All right. say it just like joey there but <laughs> fantasy football tender we're looking on the outside of the top 15 in, in position rankings and we're looking at our start and sit we swipe right swipe left because that's primarily what you do in your phone when you're looking <laughs> at, at, at waiver wire pickups and start sits like we're about to do here yep you're on your phone it's just not tinder it's just whatever app you use for fantasy football yeah this will kind of give you some this is a big big bye week uh, oh, this is they're calling like it the bipocalypse six teams, yeah, on, six by? teams oh. on by so I know people are looking for those starts that they can do. Um, I'll kick us off here uh, with a waiver wire guy in a lot of leagues. Um, <laughs> Ronald Jones is my start, so I'm going to swipe right on Ronald Oof. Jones. He's playing the Arizona Cardinals, yep. who are the worst against fantasy running backs, so that's yep. a one point in his corner. Yes. Secondly, Bruce Arians came out this week, and he doesn't do this often because he's very, you know, you have to earn it as a rookie. He's, I think he's in his second year. He's not a rookie, but to Bruce Arians, he's new and, you know, he's kind of kept him at bay using Peyton Barber, the old reliable. And this week he came out and said, you know, he's talented. He's earned the right to start. He's earned the right for more touches. And so it's all signs are pointing to that. He's going to actually get the work this week. Now we could be duped. Ronald Jones has been on and off this whole season. You know, if, you try to guess when he's going to go off and then you get it wrong and it's hurt your fantasy team. But because of the matchup this week, I think you can pick him straight up off that waiver wire and put him into your starting lineup. I think he's got, I think he could be an RB two this week. Like he's going to be a solid play for you. I, I agree. 
Totally agree with you there. It's not something you usually think of where you spend <laughs> fab money on. Yeah. But uh, being named that starter gives you uh, some confidence. And that offense has just been so high-powered that, you know, there's just so much touchdown upside. They get, you know, pass interference. They're down on the one-yard line. They get, you know, whatever. Get down in there. Touchdown vultures. Run it right in. Get that touchdown. All right. And then my sit this week mm. um, come hits close to home here. <laughs> but I, I know why we should not start this guy. I'm going to swipe left and sit. Um, Kalen Balaj. I and I was telling I was telling him before we recorded. I looked at it really hard at the waiver wire. Yeah, just because it's such a bad week. Yep. But uh, yes, tell us why. So Kalen Balaj. Um, like I said, I'm a Dolphins fan, and I've been watching him, and he is not good at football. Not good at running the football. <laughs> Maybe as a wide receiver, I feel like he would be a better wide receiver than he would be a running back. But he is not good at finding that hole and getting through it. Oh, Instead, fast. he just kind of runs yeah. to where he thinks it's supposed to be, and then runs into the line and <laughs> falls down. He's very fast. Yeah, he's got some great measurables, but it just—it's not happening with him. Mm. There's a reason that you know they lost Kenyon Drake. They didn't go to their you know third round pick last year in Kalen Blage. Instead, they went to. Mark Walton, who is now suspended. So that's kind of why I'm bringing it up because a lot of people like you were considering on the waiver wire thinking, well, starting running back, I can pick him up. I got bye weeks. I can put him in. I think you can, you know, he's not going to completely kill your team because he will get touches, but I just do not like the matchup against uh, the Colts this week. And honestly, the this regime drafted Miles Gaskin, who's been inactive up to this point. And I think, you know, they're in tanking mode. I would not be surprised to see them just say, you know what, we need to find out what we have in this rookie Gaston. And I just I'm I would be scared to put in Kalen Balaj because there is a real possibility that he doesn't even get the majority of touches this yeah, next There's week. no rhyme or reason to a team that's tanking. Exactly. So it's just it's and not a safe practice to put Mr. Balazs in your, in your lineup there. Very, very desperate mode there. I agree here. Oh, man. Segue yeah. here to the I'm, guy I just mentioned. I was swiping right here on Kenyon Drake. Don't kill me now. <laughs> it is Kenyon Drake. He's not wearing a Dolphin uniform, just in case. Yeah, not anymore. All right, not anymore. Uh, he's going to be in the mix with David Johnson returning. So if you are a Drake owner, know that, that David Johnson's fully healthy yep. and he'll be splitting carries. He's flex option worthy. When you go into this mega bye week, you're looking at replacing running backs like Philip Lindsay. All right. Leonard Fournette, Lamar. Well, no, he's gone. Sony <laughs> Michelle. I was looking at rosters like, nope, nope. James White, Jordan Howard, those guys and Adrian Peterson, if you have them in a flex, because if, well, we're hurting so bad at running backs. He might be an RB2 on some teams. But those are a lot of guys you have to look to replace yeah. with a lot of bye weeks. I Even with this matchup, all right, it's not a good one when it comes against the run. But Tampa, there's, they use him a lot. I think he can still get you probably 10 touches and maybe a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, this is David Johnson coming back from the injury. you got to think they're not just going to give him this 20-touch workload right off the bat. And he went off against San Francisco. He proved himself. It's a Thursday night. <laughs> and as just I'm just a high school football coach, but I would hate it for any coach that has a game plan from a Sunday to a Thursday. Yeah. you just you just not completely ready. The NFL loves making money, but it's really bad for the product. And But I loved how Arizona used him in the passing game. Okay. So that's the thing I like you going against Tampa Bay. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit this, hit this bell here. Go fight mode. Because <laughs> I'm 
I am scared to play Kenyon Drake a little bit. Um, Is it because of the Miami nightmares? Uh, it's a little bit. <laughs> that might be part of it. Um, but Tampa Bay, as you mentioned, has been really good against the run this year. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that they're going to be down in this game to Tampa Bay. I don't think there's going to be that much running back involvement. David Johnson has said he's 100% healthy and feels really good. So I don't think they're going to hold him back too much. Like I said, they will, they will limit his touches a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, I just am not sure what that split's going to look like, so I'd be a little scared. Um, I kind of wanted to give the listeners a little bit of perspective here and put you on the spot, ask you a few s- startable options that you might start over Drake or, or, or Drake over them. So we'll start with Jamal Williams. So he's coming off of, I think he's had four straight games with touchdowns in them. It's a little fluky. Um, and he's going to be going against Carolina, who's not a terrible matchup against the run uh, lately this year. So if you had the choice between Jamal Williams and a half point PPR and Kenyon Drake, are you starting Jamal or Kenyon? Jamal. Jamal. Okay. So that kind of shows you that it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a flex place. It's, it's definitely not an RB two. six teams on a buy. Yeah. Yeah. If you look past this week and I'm mm-hmm. looking at it schedule, it doesn't favor Drake playing Tampa Bay's run defense again at San Francisco. Ain't going to let it happen twice. Yeah. Going into a bias. So he's not useful there. And then the back end, there's still some decent defense. Right, well, here's one that you may say start Drake over. So Ty Johnson was picked up by a lot of people, and he's kind of disappointed. But he still is technically their starting running back. Um, do you think Ty Johnson is a better start this week or Kenyon Drake? And Detroit's going to get Chicago. Correct. Oh, definitely Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I think you can't trust Johnson. I think they're going to start leaning on McKissick a little more. So, But that kind of gives you guys a perspective on mm-hmm. his his start there. So what's your, what's your sit, Chris? Oh, uh, my sit? Um, let's go right back to my notes there. I was like looking at things here. Uh, <laughs> Devonta Freeman against New Orleans. Now, he's got Schaub in at quarterback. He still had a decent week last week with a ton of catches out of the backfield. Uh, but the Saints, in some people's rankings, they got him up as like the best team in the NFL. And that yeah. defense is is doing their part, and I just don't trust Freeman to get you, let's say, a, above twelve points. Yeah, and Ito Smith's supposed to be coming back off of injury, so he's not going to get the, all the work to himself. No, and I just I just don't trust it. Like yeah. he's coming off two bad weeks with that, and he's getting like the volume, but his carries can't get any yards. So then you got to depend on him getting c- catches out of the backfield. You don't really plan throwing passes to a running back outside of Christian McCaffrey in most offenses. So he's he's usually just the outlet guy or a screen guy. So I would say sit Freeman against New Orleans. And, again, it will be tough for you to do that because you're in a very big pinch here if you got guys on buys. But if you got some of those you know guys that have come on in the last few weeks, like maybe in Ronald Jones, that might be somebody you consider. Yeah, um, I would consider that over, over Freeman. Yep. A, a name we used to love, and I just <laughs> it's just inconsistent this year. All right, and then on to wide receiver here. So my start, and I'm going to swipe right. I, can, I can always lose track of this. I swipe I right. Never, We've never been on that dating <laughs> app, so we have no idea. So it sounded great. great there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say Christian Kirk, who actually was my sit last week, um, which, you know, just a little reminder to Mr. Christopher over there. We had a little bet on it, and I think he <laughs> oh, came in with a whopping two or three points and not did not get oh. to that 10-point mark. Yep. So we'll have to come up with a punishment for Chris over oh, there. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, they were throwing the ball to everybody but Kirk. Yeah. I was like, my goodness. So, um, But this week, uh, I think you can trust him because Tampa Bay, we talked about their rushing defense, was, is actually pretty good. 
Their passing defense is the worst in the NFL. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. It's going to be a shootout, I believe. Um, this it's kind of looks like the Arizona offense with Cliff Kingsbury really got going last week. Yeah, uh, they played that pretty tough San Francisco defense, and they looked pretty good. I think Kyler's kind of starting to get a hang of the of the NFL here. Yeah. Um, uh, so I just think if you need you know a solid wide receiver two play this week, Christian Kirk, he's he's been he is now the wide receiver one in that offense. I think he's overtaken Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, um, and so you can just start him right up. Yeah, I. I agree. Obviously, last week I I was all on him, and I got him in most of my leagues. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, hurry up and prove me right. You know, know? like it's all there for you. Everybody's waiting for it, but and I think this week you're gonna get. I mean, he's got potential to blow up. Like he could have himself a twenty something point week this week. He's like a he. He's a big receiver that plays like a small receiver when he comes to getting in and out of space, and he can be that possession receiver and also a deep threat with his speed. It's like hurry up and link up with Kyler Murray. You're perfect for this offense. All right, and then I'm swiping left on Jarvis Landry. Hmm. Um, I'm going to sit Jarvis Landry this week. You've probably been sitting him anyways, but in yeah. case you had these bye weeks and you are kind of deciding between him and a few guys, I would advise against Jarvis Landry this week. Um, that Browns offense is just – they cannot figure it out. Like, they can't. They just look lost. I mean, I don't know if you saw the you press how, conference You know following. how lost it was? I mean, Baker Mayfield had to shave three times or <laughs> twice. He had three. He, he looked like a lost, like, homeless man I at know. the stand there. It's just – you can tell that that team has no answers as to why this offense is not working. Yeah. And I don't see that turning around uh, this coming week against Buffalo. They're third ranked against wide receivers. And I just, you know – Jarvis is he'll give you that you know five point baseline because he's gonna catch like three to five balls guaranteed but I just don't see any upside with this if you are trying to get into the playoffs and you need some boom stuff Jarvis Landry is not your guy this week so no he's oh he's on benches or he's cut because he's probably on a bunch of benches a bunch of benches that's a better way to say he's on a lot of benches right now because people think like we just need one prove it game yeah. We, we need one proven game from from homeless detective Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and and you know, the memes were amazing yeah. on Baker. And why in the world did he go from that mustache? Like that mustache looked horrible. And I just yeah, I don't get it. So just it put it into perspective here. I'll kind of test myself here. Mm. But like a name that you could have picked up off the waiver wire easily, he may even still be out on the waiver wire, is my boy who's been terrible for us. But Devontae Parker is actually this year been pretty solid. Yeah. Preston Williams is out. Out with the tourney, so, um, yeah. So I would start, I would definitely start up Par- Devontae Parker over Jarvis Landry. So if you're looking at that option, that's that's kind of that's the area. That's tough to I'm, say. Yep. But it's true. It's it's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> it's this Browns offense that we all were so, ex- not me, but most people were excited people. for. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked this season. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'm swiping right on Zach Pascal. We talked about him enough here. Uh, I think believe- I said we weren't going to talk about him. And I yeah. forgot. We are going to talk we about are. him. We <laughs> are. He's on. He was on the waiver for most leagues. Uh, I was trying to remember over half the leagues out there had that had Zach Pascal on on waivers. Yep. So he's obviously been picked up, probably in 100 percent of those. <laughs> so he <laughs> his name has gone through the roof here. But he's going against the Dolphins. Remember, this is my rule: you start anyone against the Dolphins, yeah. except for the Jets, because they just can't do anything right. But Zach Pascal had a great game with six targets, five catches there, touchdown, like over I want to say 70 yards. Uh, rece- uh, receiving so it was 16 points and again we're in the 16 bye week here 
he's going to be that much better, even if it's Hoyer or Brissett. That's what I was going to ask you. If, so if if it is Hoyer, you're still fine with Pascal. I'm still fine with Pascal there because okay. he's not a deep threat only receiver. Yeah, he's a game plan type receiver, so he's going to get you the possession catches. So he's going to get up. He's going to make good on all of his targets. Yeah, and I think it's going to be just fine. He's the only guy in town. Is the big thing. <laughs> like they've just yeah. they've they got two injured receivers, so he's. The de facto number one. Yeah, start those tight ends too. Doyle's much better than Ebron's past week, mm-hmm. but uh, if like I'm putting Ebron in my lineup as a tight end just because of those injuries, the, all the options are going to be there. I'm swiping left on every single Bears wide receiver because they have Mitch Trubisky throwing them the ball. <laughs> this isn't just a weekly matchup thing. This is this until like, he's till, off this team. <laughs> yes. The, you know, Allen Robinson is probably the only reason we should be worried about there. He is phenomenal talent. He yep. just has a terrible quarterback that I don't know what's going on. To me, you got to give the quarterback more confidence. Again, that's a coaching point there. I don't know what they're doing. But it it's really, really bad for Bears receivers. And they're going against Detroit, who is very vulnerable. But I can't trust that. I can't trust the matchup going in there that Trubisky's gonna be able to throw because he went against possibly the worst or the thirty first ranked pass defense in the Eagles. Yeah. And couldn't do nothing until the second half on a couple of big random throws. But he came out with one yard of offense out of the half. It was some ridiculous things he had in like the sack yards. Like he could not connect with any of his receivers against one of the worst or probably the worst pass defense in the NFL. Yeah, I think the thing with, with Robinson is, is uh, as we've mentioned now for like the 10th time, it's the bye weeks are here, so you may have to start him. But if you're looking for a safe option, he's yeah. probably not it because Mitch Trubisky can just crush your week. I mean, you see, last week, I think Allen Robinson was under two points. I mean, you can't you can't have that in your lineup when you're trying to make the playoffs. So it's just kind of a, it's a huge risk right now. You know, he may overcome Mitch and you know break a big play yeah. and prove you wrong, Chris. But it, the probability is saying that Mitch Trubisky is a bad quarterback and, and it's this, hurting all those wide receivers. And this week, Allen Robinson, and I'm looking off of like fantasy pros right here, is ranked as high as 13. Yeah, he, again, I was looking a lot at of this myself. Looking back I'm a little scared for you, Chris. But it's what, a lot of experts that disagree with it's you. It's a lot of experts <laughs> going in, but everyone's saying if they can just get an average QB in there, Robinson will be the 13th best. They're not putting the backup in. Was it Chase Daniels? Chase Daniels They're yeah. not putting him in. But when Chase Daniels was in there, Allen Robinson was looking great. Yep. I bet Allen Robinson like, can you talk to, talk to his agent? <laughs> Yo, coach, you need to get my stats up. So, Yeah. I'll put some risky starts and a risky sit there, but that's just my gut, man. All right. with that, and I got a big gut. (laughs) (laughs) Trust the Chris gut. Yes. All right, waiver wire QB, this is your boy here. Um, Crab legs himself. Kind of my boy. (laughs) So I was just, we were talking before the show here that I had had a, I think it was last year, I finally started Jameis, and he he did me dirty and gave me like a three-point game. So (laughs) (laughs) Jameis Winston is who I want you to start, as painful as it is for me to say. Oh, man. Um, Arians has just really turned him around. Um, he's He still makes mistakes. You're probably yeah. going to end up with a couple turnovers. Yeah. But as I mentioned earlier, Christian Kirk, um, this is just going to be a high-scoring game between Arizona and, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. Um, I think it's just one of those that's going to be back and forth, touchdowns all over the place. And as long as Ronald Jones doesn't steal all your touchdowns, you're going to be safe with Jameis Winston. Uh, he's got a good schedule coming up too, so he's kind of that quarterback you could pick up and then just continue to play if he's, if he's you know playing well. Oh, so gross. <laughs> All right. just, oh. Let's talk our turntables here. Ooh. 
Well, well, well. <laughs> How the turntables. All right, so our turntables, again, these are players that we think are going to trending up or trending down. Yep. And uh, this week, Sean, I'll let you go because I don't – well, both of our options are not exactly the best here, but you <laughs> definitely have the better pick here. I have the better pick. Sammy so. Watkins. I have a scary pick. Okay? Yes. So Sammy Watkins is who I'm saying it's about to turn on, okay? It's been rough. So for all of you that have had Sammy, it's painful. I'm that guy. I've had Sammy. He was on my bench week one with his 45-point week. Yeah. And since then, he has been just bad. Like, he has not had a even close to a great game. But here's but. the big but, which mm. is Do Patrick Mahomes is coming back. Um, the targets have been there. It's not like he hasn't been targeted. It's yeah. just it has not rolled his way when it comes to the touchdowns. Um, he was, he actually is over the last two weeks with Matt Moore has actually started to pick it up a little bit. And I think that with Mahomes coming back, they're now in at the point where they've got to win because they've lost a few games with Mahomes out. Um, they're to the point that they, if they want a chance at that, you know, first round by, they're going to have to put together some wins. So, Mahomes is going to have to go straight nuclear Mahomes, and I yes, think that Sammy Watkins do. is going to benefit from that. Teams obviously will key in on an, the amazing weapon of Tyreek Hill, and so I think that as we get you know further through these next couple weeks, you're going to really wish you had Sammy Watkins. This is a lot of tra- trade deadlines, mm-hmm. so it may be, you may be able to get him cheap. You know, just send him an offer. That, that I know that, and me personally, I know that the Sammy Watkins owner is just done with him. <laughs> and so you could probably pick him up and then, you know, make that playoff push with a guy that's got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. So Patrick Mahomes, future Hall of Famer. The, yeah, the upside is just astronomical when you have that yeah. guy throwing because he can have a 45-point game like he did in week one. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good pick. Well, mine is Kenyon Drake. We talked about it a little earlier here. Ooh, man, I could really change my mind and 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 go either direction here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with trending up. But I can really realistically say trending down. <laughs> but trending up just because of the change of atmosphere, and I really loved the way they used him. I think when he does split carries with David Johnson, he is gonna get every single chance to get touches, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be a trending upward flex option moving forward. Well, I think they've seen now that he's a weapon. Like that has been made clear to Cliff's Kingberry, and what he's shown is he's he's playing to his yeah. players' strengths. And so, if you've got a guy like this, if you Why can get him you in, tell on, Miami to do that. Like, you know, like <laughs> I know it's almost like we could have used him in one games, but we didn't do that. But. It's like it's like Drake was being used in traditional roles in Miami, and well, now he's going into a, I'm going to be in space even on his runs. But even like just little things in his passing game, he was in space, and he's just a freak athlete when he's in space. Well, and here's the thing: he's been on the Stinky Dolphins, so you think you know he stinks. But anytime Gase did not like to give him the workload, I don't know why they decided he was not capable of being that you know heavy workload. Now there was times out of necessity when they had to give him the workload, and what did he do? He was an RB one. He was amazing. What did he do last week when he had the full workload? An RB one. So all he's done when he's given that full work is prove that he is a great running back. So if if he's only given you know 10 to 15 touches i think he'll make the most of it and it can be kind of that flex guy for you well that's all we got for you this week um like i will mention it again we had our show 50 back just the episode before this um there's a, a funny i won't even give it away but 
Ryan paid off a bet and it's pretty hilarious. So you should Finally. go back and check that out. Yes. Um, make sure you jump on our socials. Um, every Sunday morning, we're giving advice. Jump in there, ask lineup questions. Um, yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. <laughs>